Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just nine. $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Happy Good morning. Day. Good morning. It is a little hazy out there. It, oh, you know, the air Smoky. quality today is supposed to be the worst it's ever been here. It's bad. Oh, worse than uh, what it was like a week or two ago? Yeah, that yeah. Was? This is, we're going to have the air quality today that Chicago and Detroit had yesterday, which was the worst in the world. Oh. Yeah, I talked to my mom and dad yesterday. They're like, it's really weird here. Like, it's very smoky. You can't see much. Yeah, they're saying yeah. if you have heart or lung issues... Stay inside. Now, I don't actually smell the smoke. Like, you know, when something is burning, I mean, I see it, but you guys haven't noticed any Mm-mm. odor, no. like any burning odor, have you? I do. Not this time. I mean, I do sometimes early in the morning, but I also live in Ross, which I'm wondering if people are burning leaves or something in yeah, addition maybe. to this. I'm not sure. But sometimes I do smell it in early in the morning. Well, we got... Early smoke and haze with poor air quality for pretty much the foreseeable day. We were supposed to have sunshine today, and they said it, it will likely just seem like a cloudy haze over the a city haze. throughout most of the yep. day. So, so much for a bright, sunny day with blue skies. High of 82 today. Uh, right now, it's 61 with Jeff and Jen. Uh, coming up, Ryan Seacrest has a new gig. And what celebrity... Bought a plane seat for his son's imaginary friend. <laughs> I love Got it. Got a lot of random stuff to get you caught up on. The first E News of the day is coming up straight ahead. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an the celebrity who bought a plane seat for his son's imaginary friend. Yeah, your your parents ever buy an extra seat for Carla, Fritchie? No, they did not. She was not allowed to go on vacation with us. Did your parents know about Carla? Oh, for sure. Okay. My mom and my mom, my dad didn't engage, but my mother did. Were they a little afraid of Carla? No, my mom was just always like, "Who are you talking to now?" Oh. <laughs> uh, so let's first. Begin this hour's E News. Well, we'll get to these other stories, but let's begin this hour's E News with Wheel of Fortune. Otherwise known as the most boring conclusion to this saga. And probably the most predictable. I think Ryan Seacrest is very talented. He was very nice when I met him. Yeah, nothing against the guy. But boring. Just like we've seen him everywhere. What has he not shown us? Yeah. What have we not already seen from Ryan Seacrest? Who knows? Maybe there will be some sort of really weird chemistry between him and Vanna White that makes <laughs> it, you know, the, the awkward, I don't know. Well, Kelly weird. legit seemed to love him. I mean, I she know, was she moved did. to tears when he left. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway. So now we know why he left that show. Yeah. He is the next host of Wheel of Fortune. He's going to take over when Pat Sajak retires after the 23-24 season. Ryan says, I'm truly humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak. It's been a privilege and pure joy to watch Pat and Vanna on our television screens for an unprecedented 40 years, making us smile every night and feeling right at home with them. 
One of my first jobs was hosting a little game show called Click for Merv Griffin 25 years ago. So this is a truly a full circle moment for me, and I'm grateful for the opportunity. Do we know how much money he's making? Doesn't matter. No. Is it going to be $11 million like it's Pat Sajak? going to be a chunk. Merv Griffin was the creator of Wheel of Fortune, and he also created Jeopardy. So there's a history there. Is Merv Griffin still alive? No, he died many years ago. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. He I was did build say, the Atlantis did he resort, so? though, before he died, he remember? He did, yep. Yeah, he was, a, he was a big real estate mogul. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Big time producer. And you'll find, like, old YouTubes of his talk show. Like, you know, Google or, or go on YouTube and search Merv Griffin and, you know, pick out, like, a celebrity from the 70s or something. And chances are there's... There's footage of him interviewing him, and he was a really good interviewer, Merv Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. his show Click that Ryan hosted? Do you remember that? Because you 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 know a lot about game shows. I don't remember. You don't Click. remember Click? No, yeah, don't. Me either. Uh, meanwhile, DC has announced its new Superman, and it is also Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> no, it's not Ryan Seacrest. There's no way he could be <laughs> Superman. It's actually no one you've ever heard of. His name is David Cornsweat. Cornsweat, C-O-R-E-N-S-W-E-T. Cornsweat, that's how I'm pronouncing it until I'm told otherwise. He played the projectionist in the horror movie Pearl. He also appeared on shows like House of Cards and Elementary. And now he's the lead in the upcoming Superman Legacy. I wonder if we'll recognize him if we see him. I'm going to pull I, let's him pull up. up a picture. Let's see if we recognize the guy. Peter Cornwich. What did you say? Uh, David <laughs> Corinsweat. C-O-R-E-N-S-W-E-T. David Corinsweat. See, it's so funny. Back-to-back stories. We're disappointed that Ryan Seacrest. He looks like the guy that was used to the play guy. Balky on Two Perfect Strangers. You know, that everybody knows yeah. gets Wheel of Fortune, and now it's like, who's this guy? I don't know, but I'd go see Superman just Superman. based on Let that. Me see. He you was like on, him? He was on oh, House of Cards. He's hot. He looks a lot oh. like the guy that just played Superman. What's his name? Henry Cobble. And Henry Cobble a little bit, yeah. beautiful. He does look a little like... Henry Cobble and Lois Lane has also been cast, and she is a much more recognizable name. Uh, that would be actress Rachel Brosnahan, who you may know is the star oh, of yeah. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and who was also on House, House of, of Cards. Cards. Yeah. I always thought Dua Lipa would be a good Lois Lane. Oh. I mean, yeah. I don't know if she can act or not totally, but I think that visually she looks like a young Lois Lane. Yeah. Mm. Or like maybe because like, uh, What's the, what's the one with the electric rope? Wonder Woman. She kind of gives those vibes. Oh, to the me. magic lasso. Yeah. Lasso. Yeah. Lasso. What'd you say? Lasso. 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 <laughs> Ted Lasso. You're close. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should probably take a break. Okay. I was trying to figure out who he was on House of Cards. Okay. I feel like he was another journalist. He was. You'll see this picture of him, and he looked like that. Yeah. Okay. Who One of the many people who got murdered on that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks so much like Henry Cavill. All right, well, more E! News, including Drake and the celebrity who bought a plane seat for his son's imaginary friend coming up next. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Doctor visits change. I had to get a physical. I mean, before 40, you don't even go inside. It's like a drive-in window. You just move your neck, and he's like, come on, dude, you're wasting everybody's time, all right? Why don't you go live a life? Take some chances. Take your seatbelt off and drive a little faster. <laughs> then you pass 40 and the doctor's like, you mind shutting that door behind you? 
It was the first time I've ever been talked too old. It was just me and the doctor. And he looks at me and he just goes, do you pee a lot at night? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Did my dad just walk in the room? How old do you think I am? I've never peed at night in my life. How about that? When the sun goes down, I don't pee till I see it again. But since you brought it up, what is a lot? What is a big amount? Well, whether you love him or hate him, you got to admit, there's no one like him. Talking about Nicolas Cage, the actor. Yeah, and we were just talking about Superman, and its I don't think it's a spoiler at all now that the movie The Flash, he is Superman. What? In one scene. Oh, Nicolas man. Nicolas Cage. He doesn't do anything. He's just standing there, and he's got like a Beyonce fan blowing on him, and his hair is a little bit longer. Thanks for ruining kind of, it, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks like, for blowing ruining his it. hair back, and he's kind of, but it is hilarious to see Nicolas Cage as Superman. He's always wanted to be Superman, though. I mean, that, honestly, he's been... His entire career has never joked about Superman. Like, he's so serious. Even his son is named after Superman. Yeah. So I'm excited he actually got to fulfill a dream. It was pretty cool. It was funny. Well, there's a post with a collection of good and bad stories about him, including a story where Nick tried to get a couple to give up their hotel wedding suite for him. They mm-hmm. refused. Mm-hmm. But uh, many Driver decided to chime in. She said... Was once on a plane with N.C. and his son, (laughs) and a seat had also been purchased for his son's imaginary friend. It's unclear which son had the imaginary friend back in the day. He does have a 32-year-old son named Weston and a 17-year-old, Cal L. That's the Superman kid. I think it's going to be the younger one because many drivers... I mean, 32, this would have had to have happened, you know, 25 years ago. Yeah. Either way, you know, you got to give him, he's got the money. So <laughs> Why a, not? A dad award for playing along. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, actually. I was actually sad that my daughter never developed a an imaginary friend. No. Because no. I had one that was such a huge part of my life growing up that to the point where I remember talking about her and my parents engaging her and taking her places and where yeah. she lived and the whole nine. Yeah. So it makes me sad that my only daughter, <laughs> her only child, never well, had an imaginary friend. You were spending too much time with her. I she know. needed to be left alone. I so she ignored, I should have ignored her just should, a little yeah, bit know. more for her to create her own They were probably all hanging around and just didn't get an opportunity because she was so busy with you. I think so. You're probably right. All right. So Elon Musk's mom has already made it clear she doesn't want her son fighting Mark Zuckerberg. And his father isn't thrilled about the idea either. This is what his dad said. His dad said, the thing is, if this crazy fight goes ahead, if Elon beats this guy, Elon will be called a bully, being so much heavier and taller. While if he loses, the humiliation would be total. It's a no-win situation for Elon. He's He's absolutely right. He is. He says, I think Elon has got himself into a difficult situation as a result of high school behavior. They both have. Yeah. That's what dad is saying. His dad is absolutely dad correct. Is spot on. Having said that. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. <laughs> it will be interesting oh if it goes God. down. Where are right? they talking about doing this? Did they say, like, is this going to be like uh, a Vegas cage thing? They're talking matches. about maybe Vegas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Definitely UFC been. Yeah, yes. God. All right. Well, Drake's new book of poetry. Isn't much of a book, and uh, we're hearing the poems aren't that impressive either. DJ Khaled got an advanced copy of the book, which is called Titles Ruin Everything, A Stream of Consciousness by Kenza Samir and Aubrey Graham. And he made an Instagram video to kind of show it off. Life isn't fair, but karma helps. The boy's special now. Hold on up. And the reason why he's saying, hold on, is because the book is constructed with just a single sentence on each page. So you have time to sit with it. Too many words on one page. 
muddies up the page. So he's having to turn the page after each. Uh huh. After each. That might be part of. Huh? That might be part of the. Oh, it's the effect too of what he's trying absolutely. to do. Absolutely, yeah. he's Pacing. trying. He's mm-hmm. well. He's trying to make it each each statement is so big it deserves its own. Page. Let it hang. hang yeah, out you got. Life let it isn't fair, but karma helps. The boy's special now. Hold on up. Some days I got it all figured out, but most days I never learn. Listen, the boy different. The minute you think you figured it out, the boy, <laughs> the man writes a book, charge it to the game. And paid the bills. He's giving you keys. The man wrote a book. He wrote a sentence. I told her I'm going crazy. She said, without me. Listen, y'all think I'm making this up? Like, the boy got a book. First of all, I don't have time to go around and tell every loser I come across, I'm sorry for your loss. Go get the boy's book. And if you didn't know who the boy is, that's Dre. Get the book. It's going to be number one seller. And if it's not... There's a glitch in the system. <laughs> Interesting. I love how they have each other's backs, though. That's pretty yeah. cool. Now, technically, not every page has a single sentence. Some pages are just blank. <laughs> Altogether blank. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where you're you're supposed to bring your own thoughts. Then are you going to sign up? And you're our resident reader. I'm the resident reader. Yes, ma'am. Let's say uh, we'll contact the publisher. See if I can get a free copy. <laughs> it's Khalid. You got to call Colin. <laughs> Yeah, he does seem a little confused by it all. Yeah. That'd be interesting. So I'm wondering, like, are those lyrics to that new album Drake also announced, or, or is he some or of is this it like could a separate be. thing? Yeah, but maybe they're tight maybe some of the the title tracks are some of the innate of these like poem yeah. lines. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's doing a song called whatever. Like has Taylor Swift ever come out with a poetry book? I think she did do a poetry book, didn't she? I wouldn't be surprised. Her... For a journal something? Yeah. We'll research that. I'm looking we'll look it up right back now. To you. All right. So the writer's strike is still going on, and now actors are threatening to stop working. Got more than 300 members of the Screen Actors Guild signed a letter saying they're prepared to strike if a deal isn't made by Friday. On that list, Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, Ben Stiller, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Amy Schumer, Neil Patrick Harris. Letter mm. says, we hope... You've heard the message from us. This is an unprecedented inflection point in our industry. And what might be considered a good deal in any other years is simply not enough. We feel that our wages, our craft, our free creative freedom, and the power of our union have all been undermined in the last decade. We need to reverse those trajectories. Okay, so I told Fritz this when you were gone, and now I'm going to tell you. Okay, tell me. You need to watch... A particular episode of Black Mirror on Netflix. Okay. It's the one with Salma Hayek in it. And okay. you, you have Netflix, right? I do. I, I've talked about Black Mirror before, how it's sort of a, a darker version of the Twilight Zone. And mm-hmm. most of the episodes take place in the not-too-distant future. And it hits on all of the things you fear, like artificial intelligence and social media at its worst and mm-hmm. uh just it's it's eerily predictive of our present day okay and on that note like to when you talk about a potential actor strike mm-hmm. and the use of ai and some of the sticking points in this mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to see how this could potentially easily play out okay and I'll, i'm just going to leave you with this since that episode dropped on Netflix, the yeah. one with Salma Hayek on Black Mirror, more people in this country have logged on to Netflix and read the terms and conditions than ever before. Really? As a result of that, that episode. episode. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would highly, I think you would really find it interesting. And some of the other themes, like protecting your children and uh, it. It it forces you to ask really difficult questions about yourself. Okay, I um was going to watch it yesterday, but I got logged out of my mom's Netflix vacation account, so I have to sign up for Netflix. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've gone every which way around it. So officially, I am going to be a new Netflix customer. Well, and I, and I wouldn't suggest you watch something that'll that'll really upset or disturb you. Yeah, but I do think you'll find it very entertaining. And even funny in some parts, Fritch decided to start with 
season one, episode one, and Which it was not a great no. start. <laughs> we don't recommend that. Just go straight all. to the episode, Jeff. Wants Just you go to straight see. to yes. the episode and then, of Sound Behind. Do, that's the best thing about this show is that you don't. They're all the episodes are inclusive, so you don't have to know who this guy was from season one to read season yeah. six, kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. So you can skip right. So to you it. can watch so, just this episode. And okay. there are other episodes that delve into AI, but from different angles. Like one, one episode that was kind of like a Star Trek themed episode had to do with whether or not characters in an AI metaverse have thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and what our responsibility as creators are to those creations. Okay. Really interesting. Yeah. Because when you talk about white mirrors and black mirrors, white mirrors are all of your positive traits and, and black mirrors are all of your negative traits or your darkness. Is that kind of what the theme of the show is? Is like It dark, is, it, but it implies that it's all dark. And I feel black like... Black mirrors are. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that, that all of the episodes are dark. Okay. And, and they are cautionary tales to be sure. But some of them end with hope. Others end where, okay, I this person got their just desserts because of the decisions they made but it's really well done and a lot of the critics are saying that i think this is the fifth or sixth season now and they say this is the best yet yeah okay all right Mm. so i got your taylor swift poetry answer so i remember talking about this on the hot list last fall there was an author by the name of june bates that released a poetry book that was called lavender haze and so that, right. and a lot of people felt now. like this was Taylor Swift's book of poetry because it was released before the song Lavender Haze. So she released this poetry book October 18th and then on October 21st that album came out and a lot of people feel like she's the same person. Gotcha. June Bates, Taylor Swift. But it's not official. Okay. I real I was like I kind of remember her doing something like that. Okay. Hmm. All right. Meanwhile, earlier this month, a Chicago woman named Carlicia Hood was at a hot dog stand with her 14-year-old son. She got into an argument with a 32-year-old man named Jeremy Brown. And this man started punching her in the head. That's how this argument escalated Mm, to the point where this guy started punching this woman in the head. Uh, That is when Carlicia's son pulled out a gun and opened fire on Jeremy Brown, hitting him multiple times and killing him. Well, Carlicia and her son were both arrested, but the charges have been dropped. And now they are suing the city and several police officers. Nicki Minaj heard the story and she wants to help. She says that 14-year-old boy that backed that hammer out when that grown-ass man was punching his mother in the face as if she were a man, is a true hero. He was defending his mother. She adds, if he wants to go to college, I'd love to help. Oh, it's, wow. it's what any son should have done for their mother. She raised a dope kid and should be so proud. Wow. Also, God knew before she knew that she'd be attacked that day and made sure they had protection on deck. So there you go. Wow. I mean, obviously, the police agree with her because they dropped the charges, or the prosecutor agreed with them. Hmm. So. Wow. That's what's happening. That's all I got. We'll leave it there for now. More e-news coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with two tickets to Coney Island. It's Balloon Glow, Jen. We do it every year, Monday, July 3rd. (laughs) I'm in a hot air balloon. balloon. (laughs) Oh, I love that commercial. (laughs) I forgot about that. I don't think they brought it back this year. I, I... I this think. is an old commercial oh, that you guys released. Wow. Yeah, we well, did it like the first <laughs> year, and then yeah. he used to replay it every year. And I think he, I think he finally retired it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But anyway, that's Monday, July third. It's Coney Island's fifty third annual Balloon Glow. So we'll have that for you coming up next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q one hundred two traffic. <laughs> 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cindy, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. So, hey, I got three headlines here. And if you can pick out the real one then you are going to go to Balloon Glow at Coney Island, okay? Okay. All right, so here we go. Which one's real? Is it A? A 20-year-old gets arrested for chasing neighborhood kids with lawn darts. Is it B, a 19-year-old was arrested for assaulting people with Skittles? Or C, 17-year-old busted stealing 47 Slim Jims from Quickie Mart? Oh, I think I'll go with C. Maybe. C? Nope, it's not the Slim Jims. Yeah. Nope, it's actually oh. the Skittles. I mean, those little things are kind of hard. I <laughs> mean, if you th- if you throw a bunch of them really hard and hit somebody in the eye, it could cause a problem. Well, and they could cut your jaw. Like, they, sometimes if you chew on them, they cut your jaw. Yes, that's true. Yeah, Skittles make it exciting to taste the rainbow. But it's not fun to be smacked over the head by that rainbow. Uh, a 19-year-old Minnesota man named Tristan Statina was arrested following an unprovoked Skittles attack. Tristan allegedly walked into a restaurant last Friday afternoon and just began throwing Skittles at employees and customers. <laughs> it's just not very nice. The police were called, and when they showed up, there were Skittles everywhere. You just can't throw anything at people. Very easy to slip and fall It's on. a simple rule. They found Tristan at a nearby business, and he was charged with misdemeanor assault, disorderly conduct, and resisting police counts. What's that mean? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, it's a Minnesota charge. He was also arrested last month for possession of LSD and marijuana wax. Marijuana wax? Doesn't wow. sound like anyone was seriously hurt. One woman told the cops she was hit in the back with a Skittle and suffered a stinging pain. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> that was a very forceful throw. There's... I will tell you, my, like... My sister and I used to go on road trips all the time when we were kids with our parents, and we would always get Twizzlers, and that's to me is kind of like a road trip food. Oh, those are great whips. I yeah. was going to say, man, when you whip each other with a Twizzler, <laughs> it is it's smart, girl. It hurts. Yeah, yeah. yeah for it's sure. It's almost like it is like a whip, Jeff. I like that instantly you knew that. Uh, I mean, I've heard. <laughs> you have siblings. <laughs> These are if things you, have you siblings, do, right? You're aware of these things. Yeah. Yes. Everything's a weapon then, isn't it? Take a smarty to the eye. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. But it's delicious. Mm-hmm. 714, weather-wise, early smoking haze to deal with this morning with just poor air quality throughout the day and the foreseeable future. Sunshine this afternoon, which we might be able to make out through some of this haze. High of 82 and it is 61 with Jeff and Jen. All right. Before we uh, before we get to that story, Chick-fil-A has dominated this list for almost a decade. But As well they should. Could their rain... <clears throat> their rain is favorite. Excuse me. Could their rain at the top be coming to an end? Of what? Like top fast food place? Best fast food ever. Uh-huh. Yeah, top fast food place. I feel like fast food has really come into its own in the past, you know, <laughs> five years, especially yeah. because of like um, COVID. Like it made a lot of people have to force to become faster and like more deliverable or drive through wise, you know, more efficient. Yeah, more efficient is the word I was looking for. Thank you. The American Customer Satisfaction Index ranks the top fast food places according to things like. To your point, Fritchie, quality, speed, accuracy, and how polite the staff is. Well, that's where Chick-fil-A just scores off the charts, that polite yes, staff. they part. raised the bar. Because they don't say, you're welcome. What do they say? My pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. And My that's pleasure. actually My changed pleasure. the culture for other restaurants as well, Jen. Like when you go places now, mm-hmm. they say, My pleasure. 
I was at the Olive Garden the other night. They were like, oh, thanks for the bread. My pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. You know, Chick-fil-A set a great example for other places, and so it sort of raised the bar, and everyone benefits from that. They've been doing it since 1994, this list, this American Customer Satisfaction mm-hmm. Index that ranks fast food places, and Chick-fil-A just took the top spot for the ninth year in a row. So they're still up there. They're still number one. But another fast food place might overtake them soon. Jimmy John's. Wow. Jimmy John's has jumped way up the list to finish second this year. Like Chick-fil-A's average rating Uh was 85 out of 100. Jimmy John's, they're neck and neck. They got an 84. And you know I have a very personal Jimmy John's story that the original Jimmy John's was in Charleston, Illinois, where I went to college at Eastern Illinois University. Wow. So I have been eating Jimmy John's longer than probably anyone in this city, I would almost bet. Now, was the service as good then as evidently oh, they're saying it is now? Let me tell you, Jimmy John's, it was the size, the the restaurant, it, it was just a carryout, and it Tiny was the size thing. of a closet. Yeah. I bet 10 people couldn't fit in the store. I mean, you walked in and you ordered your sandwich and you left. So right. to see all of these locations, there, there's even a Jimmy John's in my close to my hometown, the big city next to my hometown in Canton, Illinois, even has a Jimmy John's now, a freestanding Jimmy John's. And it's just really wild to see. Okay. Because we'd go in there on Sundays, you know, broke college students, and we, we couldn't even afford the sandwich. We would just buy the bread. Oh, yeah. And we would put the mayonnaise on the bread and eat a mayonnaise oh, sandwich because the bread was just so good, especially with a hangover. Yeah, I mean, I like Jimmy John's. They're always nice. They always say hi to you when you walk in, and they're usually you know, pretty fast. Sandwiches are always the cookies, good. The cookies are great, too, if cookies you haven't had a great. cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm more of a Jersey Mike's guy just because I like seeing them cut it right in sure. front of me and make it. But, yeah, Jimmy John's is great. Good for them. Uh, the top ten. You got Chick-fil-A and Jimmy John's, number one and two, respectively, followed by KFC. How about that? The bowl. It's the bowl. It's taking them over the edge. Followed by Papa John's, Domino's. Papa John's, really? Yep. Interesting. Five Guys, Pizza Hut. It's interesting seeing Pizza Hut and KFC kind of make a comeback. Uh, You know what? You know what fast food place has more locations in China than any other fast food place in the country? McDonald's? KFC. 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 What KFC. do you know? Uh, Starbucks came in at number eight, followed by Arby's. And Duncan rounded out the top ten there. Out of the 23 restaurants they look at, McDonald's finished dead last again. Wow. Followed by Taco Bell, interesting? Sonic, Jack in the Box, and Wendy's. They got a little work to do. What's the name of the place that's opening up over here that they're in the middle of constructing Swenson's, in the corner? Is it Swenson's? It's based out of what Akron. What is that? Yeah, it's a drive-in burger do. place. Drive-in burger place. That'll be fun. Hmm. Got to try that. Uh, they also rank sit-down places. Top five this year are... Outback, which I... I just ate at Outback the other night. How is it? I have been there in years. I'm going to tell you. um, This was the location. I was in Columbus over the weekend. And it was okay. I got to tell you, Longhorn beats them by a long shot. The steak, the filet. I had the filet. It's interesting that you say that because Outback was actually ranked number one, followed by Cracker Barrel, and then Longhorn came in at number three. Look at that. Followed by Texas Roadhouse and Olive Garden. And maybe so, something else on the menu would have been better. But yeah, the, it wasn't. But overall, the filet wasn't that. When you factor in quality, speed, accuracy, and how polite the staff is, Outback coming out at number one with sit-down places. And I did not have the Aussie cheese fries, which is just a show of restraint and control, self-control Big on attraction. my part. Because yes. that is a favorite. All right. Nice work, Jen. Thanks. Well, now that we got that out of the way. It wasn't easy. A little late with Chapter 8. Sorry. <laughs> All right, 7.50. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. If you're just joining us, Chapter 8 just dropped. The Ransom Note. Fritch has a very specific question that could win you one, that could get you one step closer to winning those four tickets to see Taylor Saturday at Paycor Stadium. Q102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Cheryl Alderman. Hi, Cheryl. You're caller 20. Are you serious? 
Yes, today's your day. A little delirious, but yes, serious. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I know. <laughs> Jeff actually knows everything this about this contest, so you are in luck. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your questions now. All right, here's the question I have for Cheryl, actually. Oh. Here is our question for Q Clue. This is our final chapter, the ransom note. Can you tell me how much money did the kidnapper ask for? Can I just guess? Sure. You're going to have to, yep. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, $1 million. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I'm incorrect. Sorry. Yeah, that's no, not it. Right. Don't die. Darn it. All right. We'll go to next caller, Q102. Who's this? Amanda. All right, Amanda. It's up to you. All right, Amanda. Here is your question from Chapter 8, The Ransom Note. How much money did the kidnapper ask for? $1,989. Man, that's not very much money. You know, when you got her case, she's I got, mean, she, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yay. She got it right. Yeah. $1,989. I would have said $1.989 million. Well, it's 1989, Jen. Right, but it's, you, you know. still could have made it million instead of just right, dollars. $1.989 yes. million. Is, yeah. Yeah. We know the but kidnapper. That's great. The catnapper is not Jen. She was low maintenance. Way more I mean, money. come on. Well, that's really exciting, you though. You get to join us tomorrow night. We're going to be at Richter and Phillips. Myself, Tim, and Molly. We're all going to be hanging out, and you have your chance to win four tickets and a limo ride to Taylor's Saturday night show. So you're going to have to hold on so that okay. I can get all those details. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Hang on, and then Tim has a, a special announcement, I believe. But wait. There's more. Oh, wait, there's there's more. more. So Amanda is the last invitee to the Bejeweled Party uh, tomorrow afternoon at Richter and Phillips. So here's some good news for you listening. If you've been playing along and did not get the invite to the Bejeweled Party, Friday morning, 740, right here, Jeff and Jen Morning Show, we will have another chance to win two tickets to Saturday night's Taylor Show. Here's what we're going to do. Friday, 740, we'll start with caller 20. You correctly identify which one of the cast members catnapped Olivia Benson to win the two tickets. If caller 20 doesn't know the answer, we're going to go on to the next caller until we get the right answer. Now, we've given a lot of clues, and if you've been uh, listening closely, you should be able to figure it out. So just in case you may have missed something, we put the entire story together in one big podcast for you on the Q Clue page at WKRQ.com. So go through, listen again, and we'll talk Friday morning for those two pair of tickets. But wait, there's more. What? Go to WKRQ.com right now. You may notice on the Q Clue page, there is another pair of tickets that have popped up. How could there oh be my more? God. Holy bleep! Oh, there's more tickets everywhere. I can't even contain what myself. What is happening? So this is an easy one. Name the 13 Taylor Swift song titles that you heard in today's ransom note in the correct order. And we will draw a winner on Friday afternoon at 3 for those tickets. Okay. So the audio is posted. going on. You can go listen to the ransom note. The audio is there. Go click and listen to it. Write down the songs and then enter them in at WKRQ.com. Right there on the Q Clue page. I'm going to Taylor Tizzy. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Your head's just spinning. All right. Really cool. Is there anything else on that front? Anything else? Anything else? I don't know. I I think that's all for right now. All right. Sweet. 754. Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. Alexis is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Alexis. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome. I'm really excited to talk to you, but I'm so nervous about this. That's okay. There's there's a bit of hope with second date update. Mm-hmm. A little nervousness, but hope, right? I'm clinging on to that hope. I, I hate that I have to do this, but I need to know what happened. Okay. Start from the beginning. Tell us what happened. We'll go from there. Okay. I met this great guy on hand. And we went bowling, which was so fun. I haven't been bowling in forever. And uh, we just had a great time for a few hours, you know, drinking beer and bowling. That does sound fun. Yeah, because you've got an activity, plus you can chat and have fun with it. Yeah. I love bowling. I was on the bowling team when I was in the seventh grade. Same. And I freaking loved it. We didn't have a bowling team. You didn't? No. We had two Lynn Lanes and Four Seasons bowling alleys. That was all we had in town. And uh, we would go bowling, but no, there wasn't a bowling it's team so or anything. It's so much fun. I remember going to leagues when my parents would play, and it just I just recall beer and lots of smoke. Yeah. 
It was awesome. There was a smell, yeah. a certain smell and there. And eating right. from a vending machine. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and rented shoes. Yes. Oh, God, I can still smell those <laughs> shoes. But we digress. I'm sorry, Alexis. So you went bowling, beer, had a good time. We did. We we just laughed a ton, and he got really flirty with me, so I thought things were going well. Like, I really think if I would have asked him to my place, he would have come. You know, a girl can tell those kind of things. Okay. Right, right. So we were talking about all the other fun things that we could do, like going to a Reds game or going bowling or I fly, you know, like plans for the future were being made, sort of. That's great. Yeah, tentatively. Yeah. You guys are very active, though. Like, and not that bowling's a big sport, <laughs> but I'm saying all three of these are like going skydiving indoors, going bowling. I mean, that those are all activity date, fun things. There's no, you want to just come over and watch TV? <laughs> Happy no, Jimmy, I'm an activity gal. <laughs> Got it. So after we were done bowling, he walked me in my car and he kissed me. And it was such a good kiss, you guys. Like, it lasted a long time. You know, the chemistry was there. I almost did ask him back to my place, but I promised myself that I wouldn't do any of that anymore because I did it too many times and I regretted it every single time. Yeah. And I told him that. And he said he totally got it, that it was fine. And I told him to call me, and he said that he would. But he never did. Oh. Hmm. You don't think he was just in it for that, do you? Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Like, How could he have known that that was a thing that I have done in the past? You know, I don't. Now I'm confused. <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean to confuse you more. I, I just was wondering, like, if you know how sometimes guys are like, oh, no, I totally understand why you don't want to sleep with me. And then they're like, that's kind of all I wanted. I mean, you were a fun date and all, but let's get down to brass tacks. Let's be clear. Yeah. I mean, I figure if, if that's the sort of transaction he wants, you know, I don't think we would have gone bowling. <laughs> right. Right, right. We love to speculate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and more often than not, we're not even close. We'll see, I guess. So we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll call Steve and see what he thought of Alexis. See if there's any chance of catching that Reds game or going foaling or I fly or whatnot. Coming up, the second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Alexis met Steve on Hinge, and they went on a fun bowling date, really felt chemistry with him. In fact, so much chemistry, she would have taken him home, but she's kind of made that move in the past and hasn't really worked out. And she thought, you know, I really like this guy. Let's not do that. Let's not mess it up. Yeah. The one time she decides not to, it's kind of backfired on her. <laughs> no, but they, you should take that as a compliment, though, right? I know. You would think? You would think. Yes. Yeah. You hope. Do you seem totally fine with that? The plan was, I guess, they, they were making tentative plans to do some other stuff, like maybe take in a Reds game or something, and I don't know. She never heard from him again. That was the end, so now she's calling us. And our next move now is to call Steve. Unless you thought of anything else, we need to know, Alexis, before we call him and talk to him. No, I think that's, that's it. Okay, that's let's scoop. call Steve. Hello, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi. Who is this? We got you on speaker. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? <laughs> We're good. You listen to our show ever? I do. And uh, judging by the tone of your voice, I think I might know what this <laughs> is about. Everybody does. Yeah. Even people who don't really listen to our show, they're like, oh, God, they're oh calling God, me for a second update. Right. Usually when, uh, I, yeah, I don't think I win anything, did I? Well, I'll tell you what, if this works out, if you're willing to go out with the person in question, again, we'll pay for it. How about that? Okay, yeah, this is definitely about that. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> um, so do you know who we're calling about? Alexis, right? It is about Alexis. Did you just get busy? Did you mean to call her and forgot? Or are you intentionally blowing her off? Because it's been a bit. Well, I don't I don't really know how to take something she said towards the end of the date. Which um, was what? Well, I kind of feel like I got rejected. I don't really, uh, I'm not really sure if she was into me because 
everything was going well. We went bowling. It was awesome. We were having a great time with each other. And then after, we're out by the car, and we kiss each other. And I thought it was a great kiss. Sparks flew. It was awesome. And then she starts to go off about how she, like, doesn't want to go home with me, uh, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, I got that on more occasions than I can count, Mm -hmm. but go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I, I... I'm not in the business of making anybody do anything for sure. That's like the last thing I'd want to do. But she starts going off on how she's had so many one night stands before and she just like doesn't want to do it again. Okay. <laughs> and and so- it kind of threw me off. Like it, it sounded like she, she's gone home with every other dude she's ever gone on a <laughs> date with for the rest of her life. And then when it comes to me, it's like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, pass. Not this one. (laughs) What? (laughs) She just like that. It was so weird because the date went so well. And I I just don't know how to. That's why I didn't call. I didn't know how to take it. Well, let me add this to the (laughs) equation. A lot of guys think that that kiss is kind of a last second audition. Like, okay, if I've got a chance, this will seal the deal. I'll either nail it or or blow it. I got to really pull out all the stops, though. You're right. So when she comes back at you with that, you're like, oh, hell. (laughs) Yeah. Let me call your Uber. Here's a great kiss. See you later. Fine. Mm. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So, so it was more. It more felt like a rejection than it did her. You going, oh, so uh, just how many men have you had one night stands with? So it was more yeah, of a I rejection mean, than it was a judgment. Or was she, it? Both? She, she kept saying she was done doing one night stands because she had just had so many in the past that. She just couldn't do it again. I don't know. Okay. But do, but do you hear that and say, oh, well, does that mean I'm special? Uh-huh. Um, I kind of hear that, and I think I'm not good enough for the girl who apparently would take any guy to bed. Oh! Ow, what? Ouch. And, yeah, that's the yeah, judgment piece there. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. I, I just didn't dig the vibe she was putting off at the end there. All right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, there's your answer, Alexis. You're so judgy. It really hasn't been that many guys. And you should have taken it as a compliment. You know, I respected you enough to want to go slow and see where this goes because I, I thought that this could have been something. Well, are oh you both gosh. writing this off? I mean, I mean, that's why we do this because it, it was just a miscommunication. A misunderstanding. Yeah, misunderstanding. Well, the whole she'd sleep with any other guy didn't help. <laughs> yeah, but I'm curious but why. If that's, I mean, re- if that's his feelings of rejection talking, you know. But you, reveal, but you revealed that to him just because you wanted him to not think you were kind of a hoe, and he thinks you're a hoe anyway, right? Yeah. Huh. You were thinking out loud, probably. I've done this so many times, so many times, so many times. <laughs> I'm not going to do it tonight. I'm not going to do it this time. <laughs> I like this guy. Exactly. Alexis, exactly. if you didn't want me to think anything by it, maybe saying I've done this one night stancing so many times or I've, I've screwed up so many relationships by sleeping with so many people on the first date. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you know, I wasn't really the... Not a great thing to hear. You should probably stop saying that to people. Wow. But, you know, it's it's also so very relative. So many times to some people is twice. For other people, for it to be so many times, that's, you know, 200. <laughs> 200. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have that friend where you ask them, how many people have you slept with? And they're like, I don't know. I lost count a long time ago. Yeah. But, you know, what's crazy about this situation is just talking to the two of them. I like them for each other. Yeah. <laughs> Same. You know what I mean? That's why you I kind of feel maybe, it. Yeah, you know? I kind of invite. So, do you both want to? Them. Should we? Should be working on? Should we be working on making this happen? Yeah, I'm not like pushing see, anybody we into want to anything. Encourage this that it maybe was a mis, just a miscommunication, a misunderstanding. No, that's up to Alexis. So yeah. Are you still in, or have you checked out at this point? Yeah, I'm. I'm out. Yeah, you've had a feeling. I could hear in your voice. Yeah, mm. at the end for sure, but before this, leading up, yeah, I liked them. I, I was feeling kind of. Hopeful. Optimistic that this would, yeah. Okay. (sighs) Darn it. Thanks a lot, Steve. Way to go. Everybody. (laughs) Doesn't help our track record any. (laughs) But we appreciate you taking the call. We do. 
Yeah, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, we'll move on. Yeah, well, we'll move on. Yeah. We're all going to move on. No, no prize then, after all. I'm sorry. No. But we appreciate you checking out our show, and best of luck to you. Yeah, thanks for calling, guys. All yeah. right, bye-bye. Take it easy. <laughs> I think you made the right choice, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> because one of two things was going to happen. He's either going to keep putting his foot in his mouth, or this is going to come up every single time you guys have a fight. He's never going to let that go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just how many one-size stands have you had? Yeah. yeah. You don't, don't want to deal with that. I don't, I don't need that judgment in my life. No, you know? no, no. Okay. Well, hey, I'm glad we saw this through and made the call. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's the way that it is. It's the way that it is. Yeah. Well, good luck out there. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. Okay. Okay. So okay. You, all right. All right. Fine. Whatever. So if you need a little help with the second date update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jed at WKRQ.com. So in less than 10 minutes... <laughs> Chapter 8, the final chapter of our Taylor Swift mystery drops. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm very this clued in on all of it. This is the last chapter? This is it? You are this is very it today. clued in, Jeff. This is it. Wow. Yep, you got any questions, ask me. Okay. Don't ask me. <laughs> Does anybody have any guesses on who done it yet? Who done it? I who mean, it? there's so many possibilities. I think we all did it. Hard to say. Hard to say. Mm. You would think, I think I'm the natural choice. I mean, not me. J.J. Paw would be the natural choice because she collects cats. Oh, gosh, yeah. So are you saying it's not you? J.J. Paw, I mean, doesn't have a cat that looks like Olivia Benson in her collection. But if J.J. Mm. Paw steals the cat, she doesn't get money from Taylor Swift anymore. Right. And she needs money. She needs money to take care of all those cats. (laughs) I have no idea. Well, it's not me. I'm just the narrator. So that's right. The narrator did it. Actually, none of us know. (laughs) The narrator did it. They don't. They don't really know who it is. Trust us with that information. It was Keith Morrison. There you go. That's the one twist. So that drops at seven forty. Make sure you're paying attention because this is uh, one of your final chances of getting in. To win four tickets to see Taylor Swift Saturday, Paycor Stadium. Uh-huh. This is true. If you have any questions, just ask, ask for Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's got all the information. <laughs> Everything you need to know, it's just go to Jeff. That's right. <laughs> He's the most informed out of you the know, bunch. I miss yeah. one week Which scares around me. here. Why is everyone laughing? Everything has changed. <laughs> Everything got twisted upside down. You are exactly. living in an alternate universe yes, right you now, are. aren't you? This is. This yeah. is our episode of Black Mirror. Right. Yes. <laughs> True. Ah. Three days off in a row, man. I can't wait. Uh-huh. One of four days. Four. Yep. Well, right. sort of, because we got to work Saturday. That's is that why you're counting thinking. three? Don't yeah, have to see, wake again, up early. Any questions? Any ask questions? Me. You're on it. Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.